Hey everybody, this is Daryl with AfterBuzz TV. I was recently looking to buy a car and thought to myself, there has to be a better way. It's such a stressful process. That's when my friend told me about a new way to buy a car. It's called TrueCar.com. At TrueCar.com, you can actually see what others pay for the car you're looking for in your area so you know when you're getting a great price. Because at TrueCar.com, you get a savings certificate, and you just take that savings certificate to a TrueCar.com certified dealer so you don't need to worry about the hassle and anxiety of the old way to buy a car. And TrueCar.com users save an average of $3,000 off the MSRP. So seriously, if you're ready to buy a car, why wouldn't you go to TrueCar.com? Negotiation-free guaranteed savings, a hassle-free experience, and a true car certified dealer that is committed to a new and better way to buy a car. Come on, save time, save money, and never overpay. Visit TrueCar.com today. You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, the AfterBuzz Studios in Los Angeles, California. Presented by Maria Menounos and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies. This is AfterBuzz TV's 24 Live Another Day After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's 24 Live Another Day After Show. Yeah. Oh, there we go. Welcome, After Buzzers, to another episode oh. of 24 Live Another Day Why, on After Buzz. Lower? Make uh, it more suspenseful. Welcome to 24 you on After Buzz. Welcome to uh, the following events. Yes. Have, <laughs> there it is, you <laughs> The following events have occurred uh, between 10 <laughs> and 11 p.m. LA time I on Monday. <laughs> uh, welcome to 24 After Buzz, Live Another Day. This is the 4 o'clock p.m. hour, 4 p.m. hour, and joining me, across from me, very excited, Danny Hoyt. I'm so excited. I'm sorry I missed last week, you guys. I'm sorry I wasn't here. I know. I'm bummed about that. I've and had so much 24 today to catch up, though. I'm ready. Awesome. And next to all right is Jeff Masters. Should I also lower my voice for you, Danny? We should all just do it slow. I mean, I can try. I, my voice is already I scratchy. Mean, my voice is already scratchy. Kind of lost it over the weekend just to, to commemorate the fact that Roxy's not here. Someone's got to have a scratchy voice. Absolutely. <laughs> so, I Ro- did. She was extra scratchy last week when I was gone. I watched <laughs> she you guys' She was extra scratchy. Did she you was. enjoy it? She was very much like... She was busy yeah. screaming about all these extras that are going to have big parts to play this episode. I just want to say, Roxy, just go, <clears throat> and continue. But it's okay, because Roxy, we love She's you. in Boston right now. Boston. Boston. I actually feel bad that Roxy's missing this episode because... Dun dun dun! The mole finally. I know. She's, been waiting she's probably all season. freaking out. She was probably screaming at her TV as wa- as she was watching she's it. She's gonna be more hoarse. Yeah. Well, before we go on and talk about the episode, we do have a special message from our founder, our our chief, Miss Maria Menounos. Love her. Hey guys, Maria Menounos here, and I want to share my newest book, The Every Girl's Guide to Diet and Fitness, with you. Basically, every woman always stops me and asks me how I lost 40 pounds. So I decided to put it all in one book. Everything I did to lose 40 pounds step by step and how you can too is in here. I did it with no time, no money, and no willpower. And now I'm going to show you how to do it too. You can pre-order it on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, Target, Walmart, wherever books are sold. And it's out June 3rd. So I hope you guys love it. 
I hope it helps you in your weight loss journey. And please, please tweet me and update me on your progress at Maria Minnie. You want to hold it? Yeah. Thanks. Oh, our mics are back on. Uh, Danny is modeling our book, or Maria's book, actually. Look, Maria, everyone, if I can do anything to make my stomach look as good as that, I'm mm. sold. So I know this is for girls, but let's be real. Guys, I would come love, on. I would love to have abs like that. Amazing. On the girl I'm dating and on myself. So, yeah, absolutely. And, and, That's an impressive line. And, and you know, you That's should not also. not photoshopped either. You should point out the before picture because that's important to see, too. She went from the before picture to that. Size 14, two to after size 2. Yes. I, I mean, good look. Just. Just and that's a big book that's full of a chock full of information. Yeah, it's forty pounds is a lot. We're talking pictures. Yeah. we're talking recipes. We're talking bikini shots. So this it's is something for everyone. It's a great book. I mean, Maria has worked her buns off, literally and figuratively. Literally. But there's some really to get practical where she stuff is. in here. There's some yeah. really good stuff in there's here. There's some great stuff there. So Maria is definitely an expert on getting her act together. She and and she's re- writing. She's writing this to every girl. It's yeah. the Every Girl's Guide to Diet and Fitness. So, highly recommend it. If you're watching uh, us today on Monday, oh. June 2nd, it comes out Sorry. tomorrow. June 3rd! On the 3rd. So, you can get it on Amazon or wherever finer books are sold. Upper dog. And right uh, if you're listening to us after June 3rd, then you can just go out and get it right now. You can just go online while you're listening to us and type away and, and get your order in. And it's another way that you can support AfterBuzz. We don't mm-hmm. usually do ads or anything, but obviously when you are supporting uh, Maria's projects like the book, you're supporting AfterBuzz and all the 50-plus shows that we cover here. So uh, go a get it. picture of Kevin. And, and Kevin's in it, too. For, oh, for, uh, for anyone interested, Kevin's there, too, shirtless. Kevin's got his shirt off in the awesome. picture. Anyway, let's get going. Let's talk. There's a lot Page to talk about. Let's actually talk about the fact that Roxy's probably screaming at her TV set right now. Probably because screaming at us. We finally, yeah, she's probably screaming at us, too. Uh, because finally, there's a mole. It seems <sighs> like there's a mole, and it's, it's Navarro. It's actually Steve Navarro, who is in charge of the CIA uh, operation out there, uh, the office. The substation. The substation. Can I say something? Yeah. I said this three weeks ago. I said, I'm still not sure about Steve. Mm-hmm. He, he's neither good nor bad. He plays everything by the book, and that's too much of a cakewalk. I said, I didn't say he was going to be more. I didn't predict that, so I can't call that. But I did say, and you can go back and see this. I did said, you? I said, he plays both sides evenly. We haven't seen him be good, and we haven't seen him be bad. He does everything by the book, and that's uh, a little too sketchy for you me. You know, mm. though, he did let Kate out, like, in a bow, and, like, doing some action stuff while she was supposed to be, like, desked. Yeah, but that I think any good director would would do that. I think he was doing what was right at the moment. I don't think that was a, a good or a bad thing. I think that was a let me be the right director. Well, also, so, also, you know, it's possible that uh, who, he's being a mole, but we don't know who he's being a mole for yet. He, right. He's not necessarily working for Margot. Let's talk. So about him that. letting Kate out isn't really compromising his position. It's just getting some something done today. Because Jack's loose. Okay, so I know that we heard the guy on the phone having an accent of some sort. Of He's not American. English, yeah. Yeah, like, yeah. Um, however, didn't she say that her husband originally was giving secrets to the Chinese? Yeah, it did not sound like a Chinese voice yeah. whatsoever. <laughs> That's true. Did not. I, do we want to talk, do you want to save this for predictions? Let's save it for, for predictions. You want to save predictions for predictions? Well, I want to save let's my say prediction predictions. on this for the predictions. Alright, that's okay. good. That's pretty smart. Oh my god, the anticipation. Big, let's put the predictions prediction. in the prediction section. And yes. later, okay. your AfterBuzz TV predictions. <laughs> Oh, we'd be remiss. I forgot to mention, we have the best tonight. One of the best. My personal favorite. Mm-hmm. Danny Hoyt. He, Stephen Lemieux <laughs> on the engineer booth, face. minus his beard, but it's okay. Mm. We still love I him. got the beard back. We're no, good. That's, We're a, good. that's a baby beard. Anyways. Okay, it's not about Steve anymore. Uh, so... <laughs> 
<laughs> anyway, so Navarro, I mean, I, I don't think he's working with Margot necessarily. I actually think it's it's Cross. It sounded to me like Cross. Really? Yeah. So well, I thought we were saving this for predictions. Oh well, I'm just saying what I think. It, I, okay. I think. I guess. I guess that is a prediction. Then never mind. But I, it sounded to me a little bit like him. That's it all I'm be. saying. So, but uh, but anyway. So we know that now that uh, it seems like Kate's husband has been innocent, and Kate's obviously been also innocent as well because yeah. she was really being affected by this because all this was happening under her nose. Mm-hmm. So I, I know there must be some fans out there who love the fact that there's a mole again because there hasn't been a mole every season. But as Roxy loves. To see a mole every season. Yeah. And of course, Jordan's filling the role of like the overly enthusiastic old hacker boy yeah. who's like finding drama. Well, we kind of thought he might be the mole last week because oh, he's kind of, well, I, I, didn't Roxy say it? I know, I know one of our fans on the YouTube comments said they agreed that they thought Jordan was the mole. Oh. You know, Roxy's yeah. a lot of predictions. So Roxy's a lot of predictions and they're all over the place. <laughs> so it's confusing to catch them all. Yeah. I just thought the inter- the uh, conversation between Navarro and the phone guy were so interesting because he said, if something goes down, we can no longer protect you. So Navarro now has to do everything he can in his power to like find pinpoint someone else as a mole or oh, just yeah. to pr- cover everything up. Absolutely. So, Which means possibly killing Jordan. Ooh, his top analyst, maybe ending him. Well, no matter what, you know this is going to throw a monkey wrench in everything Jack is trying to do. And because that's that MI five, what's going to happen? It's crazy. But let's get um, now that we got that out of the way because I think that was really important. Just because the Mm -hmm. shock value of finally seeing it, which was awesome. Let's talk about the main part of the story, which was pretty much uh, President Heller uh, clearing Jack. Uh, to go out into the field, even though last week he said no, he didn't like Jack's plan to go in undercover and try and get information from Carl Rusk uh, because he felt that he could just arrest him himself. Yeah. The president could just get him arrested himself and have him break before the missile strike. But uh, I guess he sees now after the explosion, which killed a good chunk of uh, soldiers, not Navarro, obviously, because he's still in the mole, yeah. and mm-hmm. not Eric. Eric is apparently still alive, even though we didn't see him in the episode. Yeah, they said four dead, six wounded. Yes, exactly. So, uh, so Ritter's still alive. He may come back eventually. But Jack gets cleared. And the first thing Jack says is, I want Kate on my team. Mm-hmm. I trust her. I, I, I want her. Uh, she seems like the kind of person to get things done. Wait, does he have a crush on Kate? Is that what he was saying? No. No. No, no, no. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. But I oh, love okay. that. I love <laughs> Heller goes, Jack wants her. Jack needs her. Jack gets her. Yeah. How quickly Heller went from, I'm not sure that's a good idea, to completely on board. I agree. Still speaks for me for how much he believes in Jack, even though there's been a lot of... Well, we're going to talk more about Heller in a little bit, but there was that point where Jack was like, I told you this already. So it was o- yeah. a little, almost a hint of, Heller, you know, President James, I told you this already. I'm, you're, you're making <laughs> James, me, Jimmy, you're making boys. me repeat myself again. <laughs> And I, for the audience, in case they missed it last week, I'm yeah. going to repeat myself, okay? But, uh, yeah, so uh, Jack's cleared. He goes out with Kate. Goes out with Kate. He literally was given everything he asked for from the president. He asked for no surveillance. Right, yep. He a asked weapon. For, he asked for weapons. And yeah. they said, plus uh, silence. Heller said, you are to give Jack whatever he needs, plus silence. And I really like that A torture part. kit he requested, right? 
No, just a small weapons kit. Just a small weapons oh, kit. I thought he said a torture Mm-mm. or something. No. Oh, well, like he's, I don't think he, because he's Maybe not going to torture. Weapons. He wasn't going to torture Rusk anyway. He said, <laughs> right. he, that's, he said the guy's not going to break. He can torture with a pen, as we've seen in previous we episodes. He can torture yeah. with any, he can torture <laughs> with his pinky finger. <laughs> yeah. uh, well, that's so, why this situation is so interesting, because Heller literally has no other options mm-hmm. but besides to wait for the drones. That's mass casualties. It's mm-hmm. like this major PR image yeah. for him, because he's letting this happen on like the foreign soil. And then the foreign government that has been camping campaigning like for his support to get these drones is now going to be turned against him. So yeah. It's like the perfect storm. Oh, absolutely. He's under a lot of pressure and this is as as typical 24 is, it's a last option, it's a long shot, it's a Hail Mary, it's all is all wrapped up into yeah. one. And then to boot, Jack's asking for Kate. Nobody really knows why he wants Kate other than the fact that he feels that Kate is worthy enough to accompany him and the first thing he says is I got to bring you in uh, for an interrogation. Don't worry. I'm just going to drug you and throw you in the trunk of my car and hand you off to these guys so they can, uh, you know, possibly... Don't worry. They could kill me and you. They, don't worry. We, we both... There's a good chance we both may die. <laughs> but what was the line he said when she's when he walks up to the car right after she gets patted down? He says... Uh, oh, I, she I, said, why? I mean, he says, he says I see, you seem like the kind of person who can handle anything that's thrown at you. Yes. And so he, that was a, that was foreshadowing for us as the fans that he's going to pull underneath the tunnel and basically say, I'm going to throw this at you. Let <laughs> me see you handle it. Yeah. Uh, and also, she was the only one who really believed in him. So I think Jack was like, you know, if this girl's going to believe in me, and she actually risked her life It's to a do good this. idea to believe in me when I'm doing putting her in a very vulnerable position. Well, and name someone mm-hmm. else that could do what she, that Jack could even call on right now besides Chloe. Yeah, and he needs Chloe. He, no, he can't. He can't just he like can't. make her unconscious. Belichick, maybe, but I don't think he has the clout like a, a CIA agent. In a span of five hours, Kate has provided her to be the yeah. clearest option. Yeah, and let alone he doesn't trust anybody else at the CIA, but he doesn't know anybody else there. Yeah, that's true too. So he again, got to, he like got to know Kate resort. fast enough to trust her in five hours. Well, that's true. She saved his life. Uh, you know, when he was locked up in the embassy, she so pulled through. She followed her word. She followed her word. Yeah. So anyway, so yeah, so Kate is uh, drugged with uh, profanol. Yeah, pro, I believe propofol. Party of four. Party of four. I should have propofol. She's drugged with propofol, thrown in the trunk of the car, and Jack drives in. And of course, nobody. Oh, and you know what? We should. Yeah, go ahead. We didn't talk about how she did it. Right before oh, it goes to commercial, she does he it explains it to her, and then she grabs a needle and just goes like this, and Jack kind of pulls back and looks at yeah. her like, for all the crazy <laughs> things that Jack Bauer ass. has done and says, I literally wrote that. I tweeted that right before we went live, that this episode was so B.A., and that was my favorite moment. She grabs it and does it, and Jack goes... Like he kind of gives agree. a look and then it cuts to commercial. I, think he fe- I fell in love with it right there. I, think he fell <laughs> away. Yeah, I mean, Jack Bauer's game away. face is like 100% perfect. That was the first time most season we've seen him like be taken aback. Yeah. Like, yeah. oh my God, Jeez. who's this chick? That was awesome. He that fell was, in love. He fell in love a little bit. He fell in love. In a hopeless love. place. And also what we should say is, uh, what I loved about this too, is we got to find out some backstory finally about what Jack's been doing the past four years. Yep. Yeah. That he spent two years in Rusk's organization, undercover yeah, for Carl with Coral Rove. Yeah. Rask. Rusk. Oh. Carl Rove is Rask. completely different <laughs> person. Rask. Rask. R-A-S-K. Thank you. Carl that's Rask. That's what I said. Carl Rove. I said, yeah, that's what I said. Carl Rask. Um, so anyway, <laughs> he was uh, he was undercover for two years under his operation. Yeah. And he was actually undermining several of, uh, several of his dealings, which was phenomenal. And he's doing it not for the government. He's not working for anyone. He's doing it for the goodness in his heart. His freaking heart. For right his here. heart, because his heart is so damn big, Jack. 
Akamaro's heart. It's amazing. No one can kill him. Yeah. Because his heart is so damn He's big. He's going to die Aww. from his own heart. Yes. There we go. Aww. Thank you, Steve. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> but anyway, so, uh, so Jack is, but, but the thing is, Carl actually suspects Jack. So that's why he hasn't been back. Yeah. And he was out with Nils, his, I guess, his partner at the time. And, uh, Nils is now dead and there's $200,000 missing. So Jack has to tr- earn his trust again. Mm-hmm. So Jack Which goes, he's perfect at doing. We've seen him past seasons. He, he can, can, he can any, earn an old nemesis or, or even friends a trust like that. He can enroll anyone into anything, it yeah. seems like, right? Most elaborate scheme. No. He has the best plan but, to get it in. But not without getting his ass kicked a little bit first. That's okay. He got his nose bled. He got his face shoved in the car door. Got yeah. kicked in the back of the knees and then in the stomach. It's been a rough morning. <laughs> Absolutely, and and he and you know he just stands up and goes, "I got two hundred thousand dollars for you, and there's an agent in the trunk, and I'm not pissed off at you. You could keep hitting me for now because I know you don't trust me. I know you don't trust me. So let it out, let it out." So. But let's talk about the 50-50 card he played when the gun's to his face and he says, tell me about Metzger. What does Metzger look like? What's his first name? Holy crap. And Jack has awesome. a 50-50 moment where he knows, look, yeah. this could be the end of it right here. Right. Yeah. Chloe can't get in the locked part of the bank mm-hmm. uh, account fast enough to find the names and he just decides to run with it. There's yeah. no Metzger at and the And yeah, bank. 50-50 is probably his like best chance of living all day. That's the best <laughs> chance he'll ever get again. <laughs> just, just keep flipping a coin heads or tails like two yeah. things from uh, Batman yeah absolutely he plays a card and it works but it was a brilliant move I mean I mean Carl was not gonna budge and he, even though Jack kept saying there's no Metzger there's no Metzger I mean it was a 50-50 chance but he could have still like lied through his teeth and said okay there is a Metzger I lied or, or he could have found a way yeah. to figure it out and goes I didn't deal with Metzger he was out that day he was on vacation I he don't know he has the flu he has the flu leave me alone he just <laughs> stayed firm the whole time he, he could have died saying Metzger's <laughs> not in that bank and yet finally Rask just put it down Rask just puts down the I gun I can't even get him to break a sweat I can't even break, get him yeah. to break a sweat freaking God you know stone balls that guy had. which tells me Jack has a reputation with these guys you know what I mean he's earned he earned that believability from them yeah, it was totally. almost it was almost playful at that moment even though he it was, still he didn't trust laughed a little bit Rask yeah, yeah it was very almost, much almost like a hazing in a way um, even though uh, he still obviously didn't trust him that much yeah but uh, and meanwhile, unfortunately, Jack's plan is starting to go awry because he didn't realize that they actually have uh, they have whatever it is to, to counteract it to counteract yeah, the propofol. Yeah. yeah, to counteract the propofol. Propofol. Now I don't know. Is that an actual drug? Yeah, it, it is. is. I'm sure. Thing. Yeah, it is. Uh, yeah, so Kate wakes up pretty damn fast. I guess. Wakey, wakey. Yeah, I guess she was supposed <laughs> to be out for a good hour or something like that. We, we shouldn't have seen her until next episode. But if I was like smacked a... in the face and woke up by Russians going wakey, wakey, I would poop my pants. <laughs> I'd be like, where are my shoes? Um, mm. There was like a liquid in front of her face on the ground, and I was like, oh my god, they beat all of her teeth out of her already while she was sleeping. <laughs> I was like waiting probably, for like, it was a probably bloody just drool. It was probably just drool from uh, being unconscious maybe, yeah. I think, right? I would think that would be Shoot, it. I drool when I'm conscious so I can't imagine what's going to happen when I'm unconscious. <laughs> Let's be real. Kate but is tough. They put her, yeah, they put her to task like right away. They had her arms that behind on that bar. That position she's in it looks worse than like... I agree. That was I've never seen that. Being pulled up in that way? That's bad. Shoot, man. Like put it above, you know? Yeah. She's going to have permanent labrum... Uh, Torn labrums. That's a labrum? Oh, yeah. 
Is the, yeah, that's your, isn't that your labrum? Uh, wow, no, I don't know. I've never heard that word before. Okay, rotator cuff. But obviously, I'm not. Oh, uh, okay. Of course. <laughs> yes. I'm not. I don't work out that much. So Although, I don't can know. you imagine shooting that scene though? I'd be like, put me down. Put she me really down. shot that. Actually, I was looking to see, and she was. I don't know if she was up for the whole time, but she was really up for part of that. And you can see if you look at it closely, she was really strung up like that. She shot that scene on her own. That wasn't a double. Her hair wasn't covering her face. It was to the side. Mm. You can see that was her face. She was actually strung up, feet off the ground. Was, well, I think unless there was green screen underneath her feet, you could actually tell she did that scene on her which I was really props to her it would be great if uh, yeah to find out how, you know how she handled that interrogation scene because yeah, it seemed pretty it seemed pretty intense maybe we can ask Nuts. her someday yeah, hopefully we can ask her really soon someday and then of course they throw uh, they douse her in water to electrocute her so yeah. uh, that was like again very very intense and it's all happening really really fast and mm-hmm. and, uh, and obviously it just adds more pressure to Jack and uh, to try yeah. and get all he has to do is get this guy, Carl Rask, to put his account information yeah. in the link that Jack says, and it's taking forever. It for would him take to do everything that. inside of me to be Jack and not just be like, Rask, just put in your information and do this. Yeah. But he just sits there and he it's just kind of looks around and jerks his head. $200,000. If I told you, Jeffrey, if I told you, Jeff, I got $200,000 for you, it's a link, just go onto Jeffrey's computer. You would tackle Jeffrey to the floor and you would steal his computer and you just put the link on. But this guy's just like I don't know. You don't know. You, you I don't mean, trust me. granted, like I made that last year, but uh, <laughs> like I don't know. I don't. I wouldn't know. Think I wouldn't be rushing. Also, yeah. I, okay. I didn't. That didn't like think. I didn't think that was weird. But he, it was just obvious that Rast still didn't trust Jack enough. He kept. He kept going a little slow. Yeah. And checking out Jack. So I mean, if I'm Rask, I'm wondering why did you come back? You know. Well, to save face, but that's what that, you know. That's not the first time Jack's done that. Jack's done that a couple of times. Uh, he did that uh, season two um, when he uh, killed the. Um, I'm trying to remember the exact thing, but he, I, I remember seeing that in season two. I just can't mm-hmm. remember the names. In the beginning of season two, he mm-hmm. did. He went undercover. Uh, it was the guy in the, like the car. It was like the car shop, the car garage, or something. Yeah, like it was that. the car yeah. garage he guy. Went back in the car, he killed. He killed an associate that was in prison that yep. was going to rat this guy out. Yep. And he he took his head. He cut off his head, yes. and he brought his head. Remember that? In the bag. He brought in his head in the bag, bag to prove. Woo, I forgot about that moment. To prove he was good. Yeah, and, and that he to was on his in. side to get back in. Shoot, man! I forgot about that. And that was when that. they were doing the attack on CT. Oh. And that was when they were doing the attack on CTU. And he came. He ended up being part of that attack on yeah. CTU in uh, in season two, I believe it was. So pretty much, Rash just thinks, "Oh, he wants yeah. to keep working for me." Yeah. That's why. Well, yeah. Good I, faith. Like, I got a loyal one. Well, I got a good guy. Well, that and also probably, you know, if, if if Bauer gets seen anywhere that Rask's associates are at, they'll probably try and kill him on sight. That's but here true. he is coming in with the white flag yeah. with a CIA agent uh, in the trunk and $200,000 in an account where he can uh, log on. And in typical 24 fashion, Rask finally gets on the computer, uh-huh. finally types everything. And you even called it. You called it like when he started. He goes, he's not going to hit enter. He's not yeah. going to hit enter. <laughs> and you see the perfect shot like Nobody inches move. away <laughs> from that before MI5 jumps Rask in. pulled his finger up like three feet above the computer. And was like, <laughs> it was like, how much more can you project this? <laughs> yeah. How much more can you project this moment right here? So uh, a crazy, crazy ass shootout. And all Jack had to do, Chloe's got him in the ear piece saying... He didn't hit enter. Apparently, she knows he didn't hit did enter. Either of you guys see how many people he killed before he got to flip the computer around and press enter? Did uh, you guys count? Did you count? Four? Did three. Three. He Check shot and killed three people before he got to press enter on the computer. 
Three I don't people. Know why it's important, but it mattered to me, so no, I decided no. to watch. Danny, well, thank you for sharing that. Yeah. Can, can I just do a side note here? I just want to do a side note because yes. Danny taught me a new game. Oh, uh, a couple, you know, at the beginning of this. <laughs> Wait, season. can I tell this game? You want, well, it's my I want to. I want to. I want to okay, do it because you have a very crowning moment. You I have do. a crowning achievement. So I, I want to set it up for you to, to you know, acknowledge you. All right. But Danny introduced it that when, when he used to watch Twenty Four with his friends, every time there was father. a commercial break, or your father was a friend. Friends. Friends. Damn it. And your father. You know, father sounds nicer. Just say father. Okay, with no, his it's father. It's a friends. story. And a bunch of homeless kids who really needed... Yes. All right, I'm going to tell the story because you guys suck at it. So, oh, if any of you guys oh, do this, I want to know if you guys have done this as well. So, what we do is when it goes to commercial, it counts out to the final, like, to the specific second. We try to guess what second of the day it's going to come back on when it returns from commercial. So, in other words, the commercial ends, or, or, or the commercial starts when you see the time, yep. and you're trying to figure out the time that it comes back to at the end of the commercial. For break. example, it ended at 4.46.39, and I guessed at the very end of this episode, it was the second to last commercial, and I said it's going to come back at 4.51 even. It was the first time. It took me six episodes this season, but I called it on the money. I even Snapchatted it to some friends. And, but and, I told you guys in episode one, and we've been playing this game. But Danny's the best at it because Danny kind of figured out the formula. There is no say. formula. I will say for sure because I've done this for – we started in season two. My friend Johnny Weasel, shout out to Johnny Bananas, and I did this every episode. We watched all of them together. So if you guys want to do this, it's a fun game to join in. And if you guys get it right, let us know. You have to be honest about it, though. Yeah, be but honest Tweet us a picture or a video of you getting it, and uh, we'll give you a shout-out on the show. You know, to Danny's name, before he got this one, he was about one second off for the three or four before. <laughs> yeah, he was actually one second off, so he's really mastered it. And, and if anyone has really taken I've this game... i mastered it. If anyone has really taken this game to heart, it's Roxy. Roxy has. <laughs> has really been, like, the loudest person, like, at a commercial break. To it's scream a fun game. Anything. It keeps you tuned in. It's something to do with your friends, so it's give it a shot, It's probably your best skill you have. Thank you. Oh, wow. That's a backhanded compliment if I didn't it's see really one. It's really impressive. <laughs> but anyway, so uh, so MI5 uh, pretty much goes in there and uh, starts wreaking havoc and uh, ends up arresting uh, ends up arresting Jack and uh, Rask, although, uh, you know, once Jack says, I'm here for the President of the United States, Rask takes a look, <laughs> the look on Rask's face when it's he priceless. sees Jack say that. That line is the best. Oh, I'm yeah. here undercover by order of the President of the United States. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you, know, you get to say that once in your life, maybe. Not us. <laughs> if you're anyone, we won't get to. Does modern day anyone get to say that? Like, yeah. You've we said that before. Call in. <laughs> Tweet at us. That's really yeah, cool. Absolutely. Yeah. And, uh, and of course, uh, Rask seeing that and I guess him being a terrorist and, and wanting to go down the ship ends up getting up, grabbing a grenade from one of the MI5 guys and blowing himself and several MI5 guys up. Now, is his reason for doing this because he knows he has something and he just see, he sees the writing on the wall? He's going to be interrogated. He's going to they're going to try to make him give it up. He's probably got no future left, yeah. literally at all. And he says, "I'm going to end it." Or is what's his more of his motivation? Like he doesn't want to live this life with MI5 in a hole for the rest of his life, or he has secrets that he's trying to protect. I'm guessing it's secrets that he's trying to protect, and he's loyal to the cause. Okay. I think it's what Jack said, that he knows that this guy cannot be broken. Yeah. And the guy, Rask, Rask does not want to sit through, like, maybe six months of torture and then, like, another 30 years in jail. He'd rather kill yeah. himself than, yeah. than go he through He knows that. his record and that that will, like, warrant a death. And yeah. so he was like, you know, let's. I'm not going to prison now. again. I'm not doing that again. Yeah, I can totally see that. I did not see this coming out of anywhere, though. No, I didn't either. Grenade? Yeah. Because I didn't think he was the kind of person that would kill himself. You know, yeah. he doesn't seem like like a boss he, and under like a uh, Well, he seems confident. like a he seems like a mercenary, like he's for hire more or less. Like he could be trusted. 
but right. he's still a mercenary. Mm. So it's not like he's under, you know, like some higher power that he feels like he's going to, you know, go to heaven and get 72 versions or anything like that. I think it was just legitimately that he didn't want to go back to prison again. No other options. No other options. Which is like the theme of this episode. Mm. Yeah. Absolutely. And then the MI5 guy, his body like shields Jack Bauer. That's and everyone dies, saves, but and him. that seems to be what saves him. Exactly. Yeah. Well, and he, I mean, it was that was a smart move on on Jack's part. He grabbed him and ducked behind him. Yeah. And the guy died. I to me though, it looked like Jack grabbed him and like threw him out of the way with his. Him no, also. he grabbed him and like jumped. You thought like he was this. shielding himself on purpose? No, I don't think he was shielding himself on purpose. But I think that in a in a reactionary moment. You, when you grab somebody to jump down, you're gonna naturally. Be I think away in from instinct them. he was protecting Jack, but not because he was, lo- you know, like in you love think with Jack. My five guy was protecting. Jack? I think just protecting an asset because he figured Jack had information. No, like, I think other way around. I think Jack grabbed the MI five guy and, and jumped down. Jack was the one who saw. Oh, the, Jack was the one who grabbed him. Jack saw the grenade. Yeah, Pardon pretty me. sure Jack, Jack grabbed wasn't him. Sh- Jack, I don't think Jack would have shielded him. I, I, no, I think he was shield. I think he was just trying to save the guy. Like, let's I get agree. down. And the guy happened to be the one in between him and the bomb. Okay, I was writing a note in that moment, so that's probably why I got confused with that thing but anyway uh meanwhile while that time yeah. by the way shout out to um i don't have my twitter account open but somebody who uh, i i should quote one of the other AfterBuzz hosts here hosts here joe sanfilippo who's like uh fbi wtf in this case mi5 wtf for just messing up this whole operation for jack we'll get more into that but on the other side kate again showing she's a badass when everything goes down and she has no cover because belchick got um got um knocked out and, and thrown aside by MI5. And here she is freaking straddling this guy. And and let's face it, it's y- Yvonne Strahowski, so I don't think that's a terrible thing. But straddling this guy, choking him out, and then in position, in the position she was in, with, in the position she was in, she was able to get her arms out of that... Um, of that slot, of that area that she had, which that hook. Side note: We've seen Jack strangle somebody with his legs, and I can't remember which season it was. Yeah, the only other person I've ever seen strangle somebody with their legs while hanging with their hands in the air. Do you guys know it? You guys know it? Uh, give me a clue. Give me a clue. Right. Liam Neeson in Taken. Taken. That's right. Oh yes. man, yes, absolutely. That is a great. You don't nope. see that happen very movie. often. Yeah, uh, but that was that was being. What I'm trying to figure <laughs> exactly out, like bird watching. Oh, you don't see that one very yeah. often. What I'm trying to figure out is she was hanging by chains. How did she get her hands free from the I don't chains? Because that's metal, and the knife didn't slice it. But at some point, she all of a sudden was released from the chains. Yeah, there must the have. Old, it must have just been something with the angle she was at, and maybe the angle. It, of her I think dangle. that her arms were bound, and then what was on the chain was a hook and so she got over the hook yeah oh, okay. that's what i was gonna say I, I think um i think the she her hands were not attached directly to the um to that bar yeah. mm-hmm. but anyway so she somehow was able because she was in a higher angle and able to leverage herself she got herself off that hook yeah somehow got herself off that bar so her hands were together oh you know grabs what a knife she's on that guy's shoulders so his his she yeah. was able to lift up off her yeah. shoulders and get off the hook you're probably right no that's yeah. right because of the angle yeah. uh she was on the shoulders dangle over dangle dangle angle over dangle no. it's inversely proportional there you go uh, but then she grabs a knife when he, when she, when they both go to the ground. A knife falls out. She manages to grab the knife from behind her and stab him. Whoever that thought was, of that scene? That is so cool. I've never seen a kill like that. That was a pretty awesome. Blind stab between your own feet. Yeah. yeah, come on, that was amazing. Also, I really appreciated that it didn't last forever. This struggle. This was forty minutes before she stabbed herself in the neck with propofol. <laughs> now she's stabbing. And somebody. not forget getting electrocuted Good and night. and put at that really Kate, bad can angle. Can we get a round of applause for Kate? Yeah, Kate. And, <gasps> and being put in that really bad angle where her what, what's the name of that thing or, or uh, at risk the angle of her dangle oh no oh, her labrum her labrum oh, her, her, labrum. Labrum. her labrum's getting hurt yeah <laughs> torn torn her labrum's getting torn yeah forget geez. all that I was waiting for the moment where Jack like rushes in Kate the only are you thing okay? better the only thing better 
yeah. is if she did it in a bra. <laughs> or maybe like a, uh, a wife beater. Her shirt was coming off towards the end of it. I'm just saying that and was the only the thing that could have been seen any sexier. That was amazing. Well, you know, you would have thought. Oh, you that's would've... what you like. I'm just saying. <laughs> Kate, Kate Nando, carry on, please. I, I like it, too. I'll be honest. I totally like it, too. Uh, let's talk a little bit. Let's move on from, from that right yeah. now. Well, actually, we, so we left it off right now that uh, Rask is dead. Yeah. And uh, luckily, Jack was able to hit enter. So right now, Chloe has access to uh, to Rask's file, trying to find transactions, but she hasn't found anything yet. So that's where we're at with that. So the long shot... Kind of has paid off, but we don't know. Obviously, there's a time crunch because this is 24 and everything's right. on hyperspeed. But that's where we're at with that. Let's move on to uh, President Heller. Well, move she on. did get something from it. Because Jack said, look for 30 days ago because that's when things would have went dark. Like the South and London. She, and she found three transactions that were like $6 million, $2 million, yeah. and something else. So we're going to find out hopefully more about that. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Well, they so. did, And they got a contact from it. And they got a contact from it. Okay. Yeah, because he goes, he goes, is there any contact associated with those transfers? They got a number, and then she started tracing that phone. That phone, the way they looked, it looked like it was Simone's phone because the phone was moving, and then they would cut and show Simone. Well, then that makes sense, obviously, because of because uh, of what happens with Simone next week. And it according shows to the Jack shots. in the hospital. Yeah, Simone. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, oh, did you guys, did you guys makes, connect that? No, yeah. that's a great. That makes sense. The yeah. whole reason they were looking for the transactions is to get the contact info of who made the transactions with Rask and Margot's family, like Huge. to get the contact. Yeah, no, it did not. Okay, and then so then when they showed it, they said, "Yeah, I got one phone number." They contact to a phone in South London. When Chloe starts tracing it, it zooms in and it shows it moving like this. At the same, that's what we need. It cuts to Simone running after Yasmin out of the house, and it shows the phone moving. Uh, And that's why we have three, at least three people watching the show at the same time. Because while two of us are possibly writing notes or looking at a different part of the screen, glued to somebody else is glued. So thank you for that. Applause! Applause! Danny is on fire today. Getting the number I right after the commercial applause, break applause, applause. singing he's just he's just picking lady, lady gaga lady gaga lady gaga okay gaga. good to know gaga. oh boy my voice uh <laughs> anyway so let's move on to president heller yeah uh, oh man he is there's a lot going on this episode according so, to the last few episodes yeah so for the first episode in like three weeks we've mentioned the memory loss again and we get a name finally Alzheimer's yep and cute British see, girl tells Stephen Fry Prime Minister who the hell is this blonde chick ruining she my day is his e- the equal to Mark Bedreau for the Prime Minister yeah I know but she I don't like what she has to say about things <laughs> you just don't like that she calls him PM she doesn't like you call him PM okay like, is anybody <laughs> British out there do people call the PM 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 and like life well, like that. It's, it's shorthand for prime minister. Yeah, but it's you short. would never say, "Yo, POTUS, I need you to sign this for me, pretty please." I, I, I mean, I call my friend, my friend Tracy. She's a pastor. I call her PT. I say, "Hey, PT, Pastor Tracy." Okay, but POTUS has a better job. But than you, you, PT. I will say this though: if the prime minister <laughs> is Stephen Fry, you can call him PM. He's kind of cool <laughs> like that. I think what Stephen Fry is awesome. Yeah, Stephen Fry is freaking awesome. Wait, what has he been in? A Why lot of like our. Him? He's a comedian. Oh. He does all sorts of stuff. Yeah, he's, he's a really. Comedian. He's a successful comedian. He's so. so British. I just love him <laughs> in that role. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely, and, and actually, we have a lot of fans who who've been wanting us to talk about him. But now, finally, we well, can. Well, now we are. Okay, guys. Well, now we Calm are. But, down. But he hasn't really had much to do other than a couple lines here and right. there. But we now get we get to see. Now we get to see that he's questioning. President Heller, based on the information that his aide, uh, cute blonde uh, British lady, uh, mm-hmm. has given him. I want to know why she was looking in his medical history to begin with. She wasn't. She got information. It was that, a tip. It was a tip. Yeah. It was Mark. You no, know, it could have been Navarro. 
I mean, now that we know. It could have been Navarro. It could have been that mysterious voice. That was a British voice. I think it's going to be somebody planting that information. I'm giving an early prediction. I'm sorry. I'm just going to say it now. The (laughs) voice, we hear it's a deep male voice. We hear a little bit of a British accent at the end talking to Navarro. It's the prime minister. No, it's the girl translated to a guy's voice. She's talking through a voice modulator. No. And it's, it, I, that is, I'm calling it. That's (laughs) not (laughs) true. Danny Hoyt on the case. That is definitely not true. Yes, absolutely. Danny Hoyt on the case. That was a man's voice, not a, like, robotic man's voice. It's a man's voice because no, it's, it's a voice sound- modulation machine. It's obviously deeper than some. It was voice. a modulation voice, I think. It is yeah, her it was- voice, I'm calling it. Okay. I think it was a modulation device, but... You both owe me a shot when I get it right. I can find. When you get it right. All right. Okay. When you and get Roxy, it right. too. I don't care where you are, Roxy. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so anyway, so Heller being questioned, and of course, this uh, this ends up eventually undermining the operation that Heller sanctioned with Hedwig yeah. Bauer because now Fry's Mr. Nosy, uh, or P- the Prime Minister's Mr. Nosy guy, and sees Jack carrying uh, carrying Kate to the trunk of the car, and he believes that Jack has betrayed the Americans. So that sets off this whole MI5 screw-up where they start going in and just putting a, a monkey wrench in the whole operation. There's a lot of monkey wrenches going yeah, on. Yeah, a lot. Meanwhile, uh, you know, we see Heller obviously a little bit, he's a little bit stressed out. And like I said before, you know, Jack even was like, I'm repeating myself here. Uh, you know, which I think was a subtle hint that Heller may still be, you know, may may not be a hundred percent. Did Heller not say something at one point? He said, "I'm repeating myself." Yeah, he did. And what was he referring to when he said that? It was because he was telling um the uh, PM, the, the general guy, yeah. okay. like, "I want you to like coordinate with the MI15 or whoever." And then they talked, and he was like, "Okay, great. I, now I want you to coordinate the MI15." And they're like, "Oh, with the yeah, Royal Air Force, said that. with the RAF, well, yeah." yeah. Yeah. And he said, I'm repeating. So he said, I'm repeating. He said it to Audrey only, I believe. So are we seeing signs that his Alzheimer's kind of goes into effect when he's under stress? That's That's what I'm thinking. I mean, they've shown us a few a few times, and it, is it when he's under stress of military action? Like, I want to know what his trigger, what his tell is. I'm, I'm not on high on symptoms of Alzheimer's, but I I'm would imagine either. that I would imagine that when you're stressed out, obviously some right. of these things become more prevalent. What I mean Probably. is, what are the producers trying to show us? What brings it to foreshadow? Like, maybe when we'll see it, or at what moment, some point in the show, it's going to be a big crescendo, and it's going to kick in and cause a problem. It's I don't know possible. that it's that predictable, though. I don't know if they're trying to like lay breadcrumbs for us to follow. I yeah, think they're just they showing might. us, hey, this is an issue. I, I mean, think as very, usual, very like strategic about what they show when they show it. The producers are really good at throwing breadcrumbs out there just to make us think one thing, especially when it comes to undermining someone in uh, someone yeah. who has authority. That's true. But then usually they pull it out. In the past, they've usually pulled it out in the end. Not all the time, but usually. Well, and they leave it to us to talk about all these stupid, crazy plots. I, I shout out to uh-huh. whoever it was. I can't remember the username on YouTube. Uh, you guys probably read it in the comments, but they said they love 24, but they love watching our after show purely because all the plot twists boggle their mind that we come up with more than they could ever dream of. And that's why <laughs> we, we watch us. So we make you. them even more confused. I, I do read you guys' comments, <laughs> but I, I love that because that's true. It's fun to come up with like, could this be? What could this be? Hypotheticals are great. Yeah, absolutely. I love Hypotheticals are great. And you know what? I love them so much. Uh, uh, let me just do shout outs right here. I just want to yeah. do some shout outs because uh, that's the second time we've mentioned our fans or, or people looking at us. And I want to make a shout out to the Seekster, uh, Day 1555, Michael B., Jesse P., Ryan Witt. Lydison. Please tell me how you say your name. I can never say it. David Piper. Uh, it's Mrs. Ernster. 
Jeffrey Trotter, Hector Ramos, Metal Man R, and Joseph Boza. Thank you very much, guys, for uh, writing in. And also, while I have this second, please rate us on iTunes. Please subscribe to us on iTunes. It helps us out. It helps After Buzz out. Uh, we have 50-plus shows, and uh, we appreciate it. Anyway, so let's get back to Heller and uh, Mark Berger and Audrey, because I think they definitely yeah. had some stuff going on. Mm-hmm. So Heller's presidency is obviously or, – or his um, – his aptitude is being questioned by the prime minister. And uh, and meanwhile, Mark is going over to Jack to try and get a little heart-to-heart with him about Audrey. Aww. He feels threatened a little Which bit. Which was kind of a little sad. Yeah, it was a little sad. He feels threatened. He wanted to know what Audrey was talking to Jack well, about. Well, I would, too. I mean, let's be real. I can't be mad at Mark for doing that. I wouldn't do this. If would you wouldn't have thing. gone to your wife first... No, I would have gone to my wife first, but also man to man, I I would have probably said something. But he did it in a he didn't do it in a threat. He didn't threaten Jack. No, he said, "I need you to help me." Jack said, "What do you want from me?" And he said, "I need you to help me. I need you to stay away from her because I'm afraid of what might happen." That's and a Jack way to did say. help him. He said she said she was very happy with you and that you're a great man. Jack is such a modder. I mean, I, I, he obviously still likes Audrey, but he he knows he's probably going to be in prison or dead by the end of the day. So he of and course, even if that wasn't true, you're never going to land the president of the United States' daughter being who you are, <laughs> being who you are. You know, like she can't get off the grid and like live with him in Taiwan. Yeah. I don't know, but to be forehead to forehead with a girl that you have feelings for and tell her that she needs to leave. That's a hard thing to yeah. do. Well, there's a lot going every on day. that day. You do it every day? Yeah, Jack? with Audrey. <laughs> um, I thought that the scene with Mark and Audrey was just like the most fascinating of that one of the episodes. That's mm. not true. Yeah, I thought it was very interesting. <laughs> I don't want to give it that qualifier. Um, just because they both are like approaching each other with, I talked to Jack. Why? And there was like so much silence in the room, and yet nobody was pressing anybody to like make decisions or choices or like mm. hear what they thought. And I thought it was like a really beautifully written and acted scene. Mm. I thought it was a really good scene too, and it was, I, I thought it was a good job by both uh, Kim Raver and Tate Donovan as the actors doing that yeah. scene too. And I just both felt like that both of them didn't knew what the other was thinking and didn't want to hear it from them. Mm. Like they didn't want it to like because if they yeah. voice it, right. then it would be over. Yeah. You know, but what I what I kind of liked about the scene too is uh, Audrey telling him, "You're a good man." That's what Jack said. You know, or uh, you know, the fact that he's a good man, reiterating he's a good man, and uh, we're still not a hundred percent sure if he's good, but I, I I believe he his intentions are are meant to be good. Yeah, uh, no matter what. I think he's good. You think he's good? I yeah. think he's good. However, he looks like he might get caught a little bit in trouble right. because uh, after that happens, he gets a call from the Russian embassy uh, regarding the transfer order that he illegally signed yeah. as President Heller. From Fat Joe with the mustache. Yeah. That dude looks mean. <laughs> to, uh, to, to the Russians. Uh, so the Russians have this order of extradition. For Jack Bauer, and even signed though, and signed by President Heller, signed and by the president. You can't just reverse that. How heartless is this? There is a national crisis in England right now, where drones get, could be exploding missiles all over the place, killing thousands of people. And all this Russian wants, all the Russians uh, want, yeah, are they, Jack they Bauer. don't know they about don't know. it though. 
But they know there's a crisis going on. No, they no. don't. They don't, they don't know it's anything at all. Oh, okay. Thank there you. There was one explosion, and all they said was like there was a gas leak. Yeah, he covered up with a gas leak. And then they showed PM, the prime minister, sitting around the table, and he said, "What? how are we going to explain? They're, pre- they're preemptively saying, how are we going to explain military in the streets? Because he goes, I absolutely don't want to cause a panic. So they haven't released or done anything. They're just planning on what to do. Oh, okay, yeah. my bad. No, no, my no, bad. you're good. Because I, I agree, that would be a very heartless act if in the middle of the crisis. I just don't think he has any clue. Got it. I agree. But also... We're in the middle of this, and Mark's taking a phone call trying to cover up his tracks, when really he should be sitting around strategizing with the president and the generals. Yeah. yeah. And he's taking, so it is kind of heartless a little bit on his part. It's very selfish. Uh, yeah. But it's also like a make it or break it decision of his, where mm-hmm. he, they find out he's fired, or he blames it on yeah, the president. Yeah, butt. And I, while I do think he's a good man, it scares me to think what he is going to do to cover this up. Because you only Maybe. think that he would probably have to do something even more sinister. Yeah. Well, I don't want to say sinister, because that makes it sound up. evil. But he's going to have to do something else illegal or immoral. Yeah. to cover this up. But there's like, yeah, but I just don't know how you throw like the president of the United States under the bus yeah. to save your own ass. Well, uh, the Alzheimer's, that might come into play with yeah, that. Yeah, and I think that's the only like way out of it. Yeah. I mean, Dude, could, you signed this. That's no, a I watched crumb. you. That's a breadcrumb they've given us. Yeah, and yeah. I, I think that's like the obvious choice, but I just don't see how like you like, I mean, screw somebody over like to get ahead, but you don't screw the president over. <laughs> like, and also if that were to happen, it would become like a much bigger snowball. It probably yeah. would, but it would uh, it would probably save his butt from yeah. signing signing a document as the president. Because of course, if that got out, who knows? Who would say you know people would say what else has he signed? Yeah, yeah, from the president. Can we especially this pre- especially this president who now we discover has Alzheimer's yeah. and we don't know what's going on. This man's been taking advantage of him, or the president doesn't like, know is what everything he's... voided now. Yeah. I hereby decree that alternate yeah. side of the street parking has been invalidated. No. President no. Eller. Let me just make a side note real quick. Yeah. I like way better the way PM described it. He goes, can we trust a man who's lost his wits about him? The British also said that he put them in the, uh, what did he say? In the, not the trunk, he called it the, when he said he, the he caboose? Was, no, he said they put a body in the, and they were talking about the trunk. What did they call it? No the idea. bumper? The, the back end? He goes, they, I can't remember. They I said didn't something. Write it, down. But it was a different word, but I just like the way I like the way. I have no idea. Uh, you know, the British say everything really like more suavely than we do. That's for sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I love Before that. Before we leave the Russian guy talking yeah. about him, I was curious that he looked down at the signature to be like, "Oh no, he did sign it," or like, "Was this a forgery?" It was that last shot. Yeah. Yeah. That confused me because, like, to me, like the Russian would have exactly no like reason to believe it would be. Yeah. Forged. Where did he get a suspicion? Well, from? he he even questioned uh, Broder. He said, "He said, why?" Um, it's really curious that you're not letting the president in on this or getting the president yeah, involved is there, right is there an now. Issue here or something? Why are you hesitating on this? And Mark kind of laughs and says, "No, absolutely not." Well, you know, it's also here, here's a possibility. It's possible that the British cute British blonde girl isn't the only person that overheard a tip about the president's uh, uh, state of state of mind. I'm telling you, she is trouble. That's not true. That's a major story that they could sell to a newspaper. Yeah. So it's quite possible it's being leaked elsewhere, maybe, and maybe the British are the only ones taking it seriously right now. But the Russian, that Russian guy is kind of looking at this, going, "Okay, something weird, something yeah. weird's going on." Huh. So, so I feel like by the end of this episode or season, Heller will uh, step down on his own accord. 
before he can like be disgraced by people. Mm. He's gonna like be like, no, listen, I'm ahead, but I'm not doing well. By the end of the day, yeah. Mm. Well, obviously, oh, the day I forgot. The day. <laughs> end of the season. Well, the end of the season is the end of the day. Uh, but uh, yeah, so I mean, obviously, there there seem to be some problems brewing in in the president's uh cabinet right yeah. now between his uh his intelligence his his capability in question and of course Berger's action signing for the president. Yeah. So uh let's move on <coughs> to Margot and Simone. I hate you Margot. <laughs> I hate her. Very small developments for Margot. When Margot says when Simone goes well she has her daughter with her and she yeah. goes well then you have two loose ends to tie up. I hate Margot. Well yeah, let's uh, you're jumping you're jumping in a little bit just to just to put it straight up. Uh yeah. so Margot uh, well first of all we get to hear a little bit more of of uh Simone's brother Ian, I believe his mm-hmm. name is, yeah. who is actually kind of mentioning uh, how how tough it was on Simone, yeah. and he gets a slap across the face. Yeah, he does because Margot's heartless again, and Margot's like, "Don't you dare double uh, <laughs> second guess me, yeah. or second if you're second guessing Simone, you're second guessing me." So uh, she ends up going to Simone, and they're carrying Naveed's body, and the phone rings in the body bag, in the body bag, and they pick it up, and it's Naveed's sister panicking or with a panic message going first you tell me to pack my bags and get out of London and now you don't pick up the phone which has Margot getting all paranoid spoofed and uh, sending Simone out to check on uh, to check on this yep. yeah and uh, to Simone do the job. was giving me like full on Claire Danes and like a head wrap look. Yes. Oh, it was hot. Uh, like, Yo, okay. Can we talk land. about Simone's eyes for two seconds? I just want to say her We could talk eyes about Simone's eyes for an thousand hour. to one thousand. Stunning. Uh, she's beautiful. That's all I got to say. She's uh, beautiful. She was this entire episode negated. That's her season. She's given me like the standing expressionless look. Yeah, but that that is so unbelievably hot. You like I'm dumb. Well, you know, I will say that she went from total no, that's badass. Not at all what I said. She did go from total badass, uh, killing that guy in the bathroom in the urinal, and just you know getting away from Jack Bauer yeah. in the subway system in the metro to all of a sudden having second thoughts and yeah. being a little she can say so much without saying anything. That's what I'm saying. Uh, yeah, that's I don't agree though. See, I see like there's like so many shots just on her face, and I see her saying nothing. Absolutely. I, I just see disagree. the expression There's so much going on, and you can read it. I in think she's eyes. in her head. I think that if anything, yeah, it, I think the fact that on. she's Stonewall is like you can't read her on what side she's on. If she's really trusting her mom or it's not. Her yeah, but I don't know that that's like an interesting character or like a bad actor. I'm still debating. Mm. Oh, absolutely an interesting character. She's phenomenal. I mean, if anything, I think the the impression I get is that her mom's been brainwashing her for years for the cause. And she's and, now waking up. And she's, she's starting to wake up, but it can't be, yeah, but it's not something that you're going to see automatically her emoting it. Well, oh, we saw it tonight. We saw it tonight toward the end of when the episode. When she stopped and she said, you need to leave. Yeah. That was a, that was a huge enlightening moment that yeah. she, her heart is, she's being woken up. To see what's really going on. But it was just so hard. It was so terrible to see her talking to Naveed's sister and daughter and seeing how happy and peppy they were. And like, would you like to come to dinner with us? Would you hang out with us? And, and she, according to what Simone found out, they had no clue what Naveed wanted from them. They had no clue that Naveed, you know, wanted other than to get out of London. Mm -hmm. And then Simone was able to cover it up and she reports back to her mom and says, look, it's all good. She's okay. She doesn't know anything. And Margo's like, well, we got to tie up loose ends. You told me to trust Naveed, and look what happened. I can't trust you on this one either. So, I mean, really, really sad. It's like for a second, it's like, phew. She gets, you know, she gets to not kill her sister-in-law and, you know, her, her, her niece until all of a sudden now having to do it anyway for for no other reason mm-hmm. but to sedate Margo's paranoia. Yeah. 
And uh, and it's such a sad, touching scene to see Simone finally go like, "You got to get out of London. I can't do this. You got to get Crying, out." Crying, shaking with a knife, in her shaking hand. with a knife in her hand, and then the sister just say, freaking out when she sees that, calling nine one one, not listening. Is nine one one on the line when all that yelling happens and they hear That's names? That's what I don't know. Yeah, no, we don't know that yet. Well, I think we'll find out. Oh, and, names! I didn't think about that. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, in classic, in a classic style, once she stabs. Her in in uh, once uh, Simone stabs the sister, uh, and looks up. There's Yasmin, and there's Yasmin staring Poor back. Girl. It's so sad, and then she starts chasing after her. And then uh, who's the random white guy that was walking? His house I don't know, but if, if Roxy was here, Roxy would say he's a big part to play next week. <laughs> so that guy, he's going to be an eyewitness, and Bauer's going to interrogate Yo, him. No, maybe you know it's what, like the though? father. To Roxy's, point, <laughs> the father. to Roxy's point, I do believe that uh, that guy will be involved in some way. Like he'll be a witness. He'll have a scene. A next neighbor, week. a father. There'll be a big court scene somebody. when he in the future. <laughs> or flash forward. No, I think he'll have a scene because he's chasing after. I think they'll pick up, and uh, when they pick up next week, we'll still see the cha- we'll see her laying on the ground. We'll see that guy in Yasmin or that guy standing there telling. I will put money down, and that's not going to happen. But I'll bet you another shot. That you'll he's bet me another next shot. Week. You got a deal, Mister. All right, you got a deal, Mister Hoyt. Absolutely. But anyway, so uh, Simone chasing after Yasmin. Yasmin mm-hmm. running across a very busy uh, street in London. Jeff I thought, freaking yeah. out as we're watching. <laughs> yeah, crazy I don't watch movies well. <laughs> I thought Yasmin was going to be struck by the car. Yeah, oh. they would. I don't think twenty four would do that. They wouldn't do a child. Oh, absolutely. They could. It's been done before. Not on 24, necessarily. Orphan yeah. Black, it happened. It happened in Orphan Black. Yeah, but not in, 24, not in 24. I don't think they would do a child Not like in 24. Oh, I think they would do anything. But They'll Simone... chop a girl's ring finger off, but I don't think they would hit, let a child get hit Oh, and I have to say, that my favorite line ever was um, Margot being like, remember your sacrifice. Yes. And like the symbol for remember is like the thing tied on the, the bow on the finger. Oh, God. <laughs> That's pretty, yeah. That's pretty good. Like, oh, she can't remember that one. So, uh, so yeah, she can't remember that one, and it seems like she sacrifices herself again because she sacrifices her body to chase after Yasmin. Gets hit not by on purpose. It's yeah, almost not like intentionally. It's no, not unintentionally, but it's it's almost like a, a stereotype. She gets hit by a double decker bus. Yeah, in <laughs> <And> London. <laughs> I mean, come on. It was kind of a little cliche. It felt a little cliche for some reason. Not that I see that all the time, but it just felt like a little like of all the cars, you know, in, in London, of all the cars that get hit up hit from in London, it would either be a double decker bus or a mini. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> those would be the two classic like or one London of those, cars. Those PT Cruiser looking cabs. That you get <laughs> or, or yeah, yeah or those, those little PT Cruiser looking cabs. That'd be the bus. I love that. So uh, yeah, so she she's lying down motionless on the floor, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, and and you know so as we see in clip, if you if you don't like, I know there are some people who usually don't like watching scenes from next week. I'm not one of those people. I know you guys aren't. But if you've seen it, so, so you might want to close your ears for five seconds or 20 seconds. We see that next week's episode seems to be focused a lot on Simone and Jack. Hospital. What you said about Jack getting the information from Chloe that seems to lead to Simone. Her phone. Her phone. Yep. And uh, and him rescuing her. Meanwhile, Margot finding out that uh, Simone's alive and tying up another loose end. And yeah. who's the guy she sent? Is he one of the same guys that chopped off the finger and was carrying the body I, I bag? I think so. I, I think so. Assume. Like her team of... of and and seeing and seeing at the very very end it looks like Jack Bauer is trying to outrun a drone missile so (laughs) the way they set that out yeah yeah, with this car do drones have that much precision to follow a moving car oh my gosh absolutely really the most advanced satellite tracking system we have can read a postage stamp from outer space and And it can deliver packages to your front door yeah (laughs) wait yeah can really read that close oh my gosh yeah wow so next week's episode 
looks pretty damn intense. Fire, I'm really, no I'm, pun intended. I'm really excited to see exactly what develops with this. I'm glad. I'm honestly glad to see Simone is still alive. Kind of like Danny, I could stare into her eyes for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, very, Those little very, circles around the outside of her eyes. Oh, very yeah. beautiful. Yeah, totally. So I'm glad to see she's not dead. And uh, and it seems like yeah things are definitely going to step up at least as far as that we don't know exactly what else is going to happen with uh, the president or anything according to the clips but that looks really really exciting yeah and I think we covered just about everything and now you're after Buzz <laughs> TV so yes now we can get into predictions so Danny. I know you, you were saving your prediction for the prediction, or, or did you give it up? I when gave I it my huge one. So we find out Navarro's dirty. There's a voice on the phone. We hear it has a little bit of an English accent. Mm-hmm. Who could it be? It might be someone we've never seen, or it might be someone we've seen that you never expect. In my opinion, it's the girl, my prediction. It's the girl talking through a voice modulator, and that is her talking to Navarro. Okay. All right. Yeah, I don't think she'll have that big of a role. Also, I think Jordan might be a mole in some capacity. I think he might be. I have you still think of, Jordan's a mole, even no, though not the mole, but I think he there's something he's about mole-ish. him I don't trust. He's moly. Yeah, he's moly, 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 moly. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I I don't I think Jordan's good. I believe in the good in him and his heart. <laughs> um, I, I don't know. Jeffrey's so nice. I think that Adrian Cross will come back around yeah. to like cross somebody. Huh. <laughs> Living uh, up to his name. <laughs> I think he will help out. I think he'll help out Jack and Chloe. He'll assist. You yeah. do? Yeah. In some way. I think he'll like he'll come across some intel or that something he like that. And he'll share. come back out of the woodwork yeah. and be like, Chloe. Because he said he loved Chloe, which was really weird. I wasn't here to talk about this last week, but he said yeah. he loved Yeah, he Chloe. did say that. So that's well, what I think. Yeah, I, what do you think? I think I don't think Jordan's the mole. I think he's too in love with Kate. He'd rather protect Kate than anything else. That's that's more that. Mm. And I I also think it's I actually think the voice on the other line is Cross. I think Cross is actually oh. working with Navarro. And even though he's selling secrets to the Chinese, it really fits his mo of of releasing government files out to the public. So I just think that um, this is probably a way he makes extra money to uh, to supply his operation. Interesting. Thing. So that's that's actually what I think. Uh, Danny Hoyt, where can we find you? You can find me at Danny Hoyt on everything. On and I'm everything. on everything also at Jeff Masters 1. And you can find me on everything, unless you can't find me on uh, everything, at Nandovel, N-A-N-D-O-V-E-L. You can also find Roxy Stryer at Roxy Stryer <laughs> on yeah. Twitter. Shout out to her. She'll be back. I'm not sure if next week or the week oh. after. But uh, otherwise, you can find all of us on various AfterBuzz shows. Again, AfterBuzz here, we do about 50, 60 shows a week. It's covering all your favorite TV shows. Catch us on iTunes. Subscribe to us. Rate us. Write in your comments. Uh, it helps us out. It gets us get really awesome guests on our show. And tune in next week because we'll have another great episode of 24 Living Under the Day. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 